everybody, and welcome to our first episode of our podcast. We are so glad that you is able to join us. Um, today, I've got my sister, Rebecca, on the other end of the line. Hello, everybody. Good evening. And today, we thought we would just talk about the word identity and what does the word identity actually mean. And for us being twins, it's, it's kind of comical, funny. And very intriguing because us being identical twins, um, it wasn't hard to identify us as that. For instance, um, when we were little, we looked so much alike that our mom had to actually sew the initials of our name onto our dresses because she could not even tell us apart. (laughs) And Rebecca actually, I believe, was born with a little bump on your ear. Is that correct? Yep, that's correct. I've got a bump on my ear. And so a lot of times people would go and look for that just to see which twin it was. And so anyways, um, my thoughts today was just on the word identity. And I got to thinking about what is it that shows that we're twins on the carnal side of it, on the natural side of it. And then I'll let Rebecca talk a little bit about the spiritual side. But The identity as twins, obviously, a lot of things show that we're twins just by our appearance, the way that we look. And I remember growing up, um, they put us in the same classes all the way in high school from ninth grade. Actually, it was eighth grade. We started going to a public school in the eighth grade. And from eighth grade on until we graduated, we never had a single class separated. They put us in every single class together because they thought we looked so much alike and I got to thinking about even our voices how much it we're just so much alike I remember growing up having a boyfriend and he would call on the phone and sometimes it would be Rebecca and he would just pick up as if it was me (laughs) and I remember that would that would just aggravate me you know because I would be like man why does he not know that this is Melinda speaking and not Rebecca but we were so much alike that you could not really tell by our voices and I got to thinking about how as twins um our our parents showed our identity as being twins our voices and I got to thinking about even our mannerisms we would just do so many things alike and it's just interesting, interesting being twins. I, I, I've enjoyed it my whole life. I, I thought about when we were little, it would aggravate us that mom wanted us to dress alike. We would just hate it, you know, and the older we got, the more we couldn't stand it because we was trying to develop our identity as individuals. Um, I didn't want Rebecca wearing the same thing that I wore and she didn't want me wearing the same thing that she wore because we felt like that we were just two different people having different, you know, likes. But in all reality, we were so much alike that really, if I liked a certain pair of shoes, she obviously (laughs) liked them. And at times that would be so annoying because we would go to town and go shopping and I would look for certain kind of shoes and I would look at Rebecca and she'd pick up the same pair that I that I wanted and it was just so aggravating you know but now that we're older and Rebecca lives in Georgia and I live in Oklahoma we don't get to see each other as much as we like to so when we are together we actually enjoy 
looking like twins and it's yeah. funny be- it's funny because I've gained so much more weight than Rebecca having seven children she's had no, two <laughs> no and so I'm a little bit on heftier side than her so when she comes and sees me and we go to town people stop us well I'm not saying they stop us but like if we check out the you know the cashier will say are y'all twins and she'll kind of look at us and they can't quite they they think we are but because of maybe the weight difference and just you know through the years obviously our parents does change some they're not quite sure (laughs) and we always tell them yes you know we're twins and and for Christmas this past year, Rebecca actually got me a, a sweatshirt and it says um, it's a twin thing. And it has a silhouette of two sisters that that look just alike. And so we had so much fun wearing those sweatshirts every place we went. People would stop and just stare at us. And we've had people <laughs> question us, you know. And one thing um, we never did quite understand us being identical twins. We did not understand why mom or dad did not name us identical twins. Um, If you think about it, Melinda and Rebecca have no similarities whatsoever, other than being maybe seven letters. But so growing up, people just called us Mindy and Becky for short. And then they called us twin and 20 and or here comes the twins, you know, and because we looked so much alike. If, if our back was turned, they didn't know which one we were. So they just holler, hey, twin, hey, 20, come here. And so we would all the time answer to those words because, you know, we didn't know which one they wanted. Yeah. But anyway, so us, this being our first podcast, we just kind of thought we'd just talk about a little bit of our identity. And so I got to thinking about what is it that associates our identity as being Christians? Rebecca and I both are religious people we both are christian ladies we believe in jesus christ as our lord and savior and so when you think about the spiritual world what is it that associates our identity as being christians and i'll just mention this and then i'm going to turn it over to rebecca and let her talk but i got to thinking about jesus he taught us that one of the ways we would know a person was by their fruits and I know another passage, it talks about you will know a Christian whether by if they have the love of love of God. And I got to thinking about that as as being a Christian. What is our fruit? Is our fruit showing the fruits of the spirit, which is love, joy, peace, goodness, temperance and all of those fruits? That is one way that shows whether or not we are an actual Christian. And I got to thinking about that, how sometimes, you know, when we're out in the world and and we I remember one time going to Walmart and loading my groceries up and putting my basket back and had somebody holler at me. And so when I turned around, they said, ma'am, thank you for putting your basket back. And they were actually sitting in their car and rode down their window. I had no idea that person was even watching me. But I thought just a simple act of returning my grocery cart back into the grocery, you know, cart thing was enough for that person to holler at me and get my attention and thank me. And I thought, you know, we are such a living testimony out in this world. And I want to make sure that I have the fruit of the spirit. I want to make sure that my life is actually 
showing the fruit of a Christian. And so that's just my thoughts, and I'll give it over to you, Rebecca. Yeah, that's great. <clears throat> and welcome, everybody. Um, first of all, just know that we are stepping out on faith doing this podcast. We absolutely don't know what we're doing, but <laughs> Amen kind of, to that. it's kind of comical how it all came about. We were actually talking about how we really, you know, we lack fellowship as far as ladies getting together and studying the Bible and just um, encouraging one another. I know Melinda and I, we're always talking on the phone and talking about spiritual matters but there's really no one around here that as far as ladies that I really talk to about the things of God I mean I've got a couple of friends that I do but as a whole we don't and so we thought you know how can we reach other ladies and so we just was brainstorming a little bit and I had come up with zoom that maybe we could do a zoom call and get other ladies on board and so then Melinda come up with this podcast and I actually think it's awesome because I'm really I get nervous talking Melinda has always been the talker so growing up <laughs> everybody knows that Melinda has no issues talking to people and I really don't either but I guess I'm more shy than she is but anyway so she come up with this podcast and I think it's a great idea and we just hope that it encourages everybody and we just ultimately we want to use whatever God gives us to give to you all. And um, we just want to be God's hands and feet and try to encourage anybody that will listen. And But anyway, so Melinda wanted to talk about identity. And I was thinking about that. And I looked up the word in the Webster's Dictionary, what is identity? And it says the distinguishing character or personality of an individual. And so I just jotted down a couple of things. And number one is appearance. Um, you know, she and I both, like she said, we, we do look a lot alike. And before we got older and had children and our bodies started changing, I mean, as kids and teenagers, we just, we looked identical. I think it's only a half an inch difference in our height. So but I, I was thinking about appearance, and this is kind of comical. I'm going to throw this in here before I get on this spiritual side of things. But mom and dad allowed Melinda. She had a pen pal um, that lived in Brazil. And so we laugh about it now looking back at why in the world mom and dad let her go to Brazil at – how old were you? Uh, it was in 1999, and I was 18. I had no seat. No, I was actually 17. I hadn't turned 18 yet. Yeah. No, I was, no, no. I was 18. Sorry. Correct. Okay. 18. Well, I, I knew it was like between the ages of 16 and 18. But anyway. Well, and the, and I, let me throw this in there. The reason why is because mom and dad gave us a graduation gift. And so they asked us, what was it that we wanted? Money. We want this that and the other and I said well if you allow me to I would really just like to go and meet this pen pal and so mom dad helped me get my passport and get my visa and so that's that's how that went about <laughs> yeah so um talking about appearance and our identity um when Melinda went over to Brazil she um you know everybody there knew she was a tourist or maybe not a tourist but they knew she was American I mean, she's blonde-headed, wow. green-eyed, fair-skinned. <laughs> not your Brazil-looking person. <laughs> exactly. 
exactly. Then I was also thinking about mom and her appearance, and this is no disrespect to our mother whatsoever, but she was a little on the heftier side. And the first time that she she told us the first time when she'd went to Mexico on a missionary trip, she said all those all the children and um, a lot of the natives there knew that she was an American and they thought that she was very wealthy because she was overweight. <laughs> <laughs> but the appearance of mom being overweight and not not dark skinned, they knew she was American and not from Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> right. So our identity, you know, it, it is our appearance and appearance is part of it. But I thought, you know, what is our appearance and you know, what do we look like and how do we present ourselves? And us being Christian ladies, you know, we always go back to the verses in Timothy that talks about, you know, the ladies need to be modest and chaste and shamefacedness. And of course, every Christian should be modest and we should be clean and try to look our best every day. Um, We shouldn't be dirty or sluggish and you know, so that's part of our appearance and our identity in Christ is being modest, being clean. And I was thinking on the last the last thing about our identity is our actions. And, you know, really, actions is the fruit. And when Bible talks about, you know, your fruit, that's really someone's actions. And I thought, you know, how is our attitude when we go out in places and just everyday living, just being around our family and our children, our husbands, our spouses, you know, how is our attitude? What do we do when things don't go right? And when we have a hard day, you know, are we grumpy and hateful, you know, and Lord help me because I've been guilty. I've not always had a good attitude, but I thought, you know, our attitude speaks volumes really about who a person is. And when you're out in the world, the world's going to know if you are in Christ or not by how you treat them. Do you have a smile on your face? Do you go around just having a frown, you know, a hateful look? And, you know, Lord, I have to sometimes pray and ask the Lord to help me because I want to be more joyous. I want to be more joyful um, with my personality and being a little more backward. You know, at times growing up, people would label Melinda and I a little snobbish and we're not snobbish people at all I will talk to anybody but it's it's kind of hard for me just to go up and start up a conversation but anyway our actions you know is part of our identity and I thought the greatest really thing about our identity and if someone knows who we are in Christ Jesus said in John 13 34 through 35 um, he says, a new commandment I give unto you that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples if you have one, if you have love one to another. And um, I think there's another scripture that talks about from being dead and coming alive in Christ, and that's having love for the brethren so ultimately and and it goes back to what is the fruits of the spirit and number one listed is love so if we have love one to another the world's going to know hey that person's a christian and and they they pay attention they um you know they they watch our lives and they they know you know who really is saved and who aren't i know 
Melinda's been in jail ministry before, and I have too. Before I moved to Georgia, we um, would go sometimes to the to prison back in Oklahoma. But they said, you know, the old saying is, you you can't you can't fool a uh, convict. They know who is a Christian and who aren't. But um, I also wrote something else down, and then I'll give it back over to Melinda. I thought also God, he is the one that ultimately gives us our identity because um, he's the one that forms and creates us. David said, I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works and that my soul knoweth right well. So David was saying, you know, every individual is fearfully and wonderfully made. Jeremiah says, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. So before Jeremiah was even born, God, you know, formed him in the belly and knew him and, and sanctified him to be a prophet. So God ultimately is the one that forms our identities. And um, I wrote this down because I thought it was so good. It said, God made us who we are. So we can make known who he is. Our identity is for the sake of making him known. And, you know, I want to do that. I want to center my life um, in trying to win a lost soul, trying to direct someone towards Jesus. I mean, God saved me at a young age and he has kept me all through these years. Have I failed him? Absolutely. Have I sinned along the way? Yes. But I'm so thankful for the times that, you know, I stumble and fall that he forgives, he's got grace for me. And so I just want my life to ultimately bring him satisfaction, bring him glory and honor, because I would, if it wasn't for the grace of God, I would be in hell today. So anyway, that's kind of my two cents on identity. I hope you got something out of that. Turn it back to you, Melinda. Yes, that was so good. And I totally enjoyed everything you said. And I was thinking of that verse. Um, in Genesis 1 and 26, the Bible says, God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And then verse 27 said, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And then Ephesians 2 and verse 10, it says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. And I thought, like Rebecca said, God knew exactly who we was because he formed us in his image. We are created in the image of God. And so that's, that's a major responsibility. And I got to thinking about, Lord, I, I don't want to profess something that you are ashamed of. When we call ourselves Christians, I don't want God to look at me and say, She's labeled herself after me and she doesn't even act like me. Amen. And so this has really challenged my heart to do better, yes. to make sure that I'm really providing a Christ, a Christ-like attitude, uh, right. being, you know, an image that God would, would look down and say, you know, she is a daughter of Abraham. She is one of, of my, you know, daughters and I just want God to be proud of me and so I challenge all you listeners to make sure that your identity is what it should be in Christ and mm -hmm. like Rebecca said earlier 
this is just new to us and we don't know where this is going to take us, but we just want this to be an encouragement to you. We want to make sure that you are a part. So if you have any questions or comments, you can shoot us an email at twinsforjesuschrist at gmail.com. That is our email address. And so we want to say thank you for listening and we can't wait for the next episode and may the Lord bless you. Thank hey, you. Melinda, hey, Melinda. Yes. Um, you want to go ahead and give them our website as well? Let them yes. Know it's just still in the works. Yes, we do have a website and it's called twinsforjesus.com. And so that's also new, but we just got some new information that are some new ideas that we're working on. So if you want to email us and contact us that way, you can at twinsforjesus.com. So we will wrap this up. And once again, thank you for listening and may the Lord richly bless you.